T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 971 FM Talk Podcast. Wake up to a cloudy day, dark rules in and Hello it's and welcome Stare back to another edition walls, of Second Amendment Radio on 97.1 FM Talk. Tony Colombo here with Aaron Tarlow, the owner of Southern Armory. Great in to see studio. you. In studio. How are you? Yes, great to see you. You too. Uh, Chad Ellis, our producer here as hello, well. Hello, hello. And joining us for this entire show today is Mike Marfell, who every time uh, Mike is on the radio with me, I introduce him as a professional fisherman, and then he corrects me and says, I'm not a professional (laughs) fisherman. So I'll let Mike explain uh, who he is, because I think you're a professional fisherman. Well, I'm closer because they wouldn't (laughs) let me fish the big bass bash this year because I made too much money last year. See, there you go. I got a regular job, and there's guys that are way better than me, but yes. Yes, it's a, it, it, I'm getting closer. It's no, my reti- no bass bash. My plan to be bash? a retirement fish. Big bass bash. Why not? Well, they wouldn't because you. Like they, they try to keep it amateur, and I made yeah. too much money last oh, year. Oh, so, so that yeah. would mean if you're not an amateur, you're a pro. Hey, that's what I would say too, Aaron. So you made that's over. But exactly if I was a pro, how... I wouldn't be working 14 hours a day at my regular. Job. Hey, hey, listen, listen. So. You know. Yeah. Talking to the guy that has infinite amount of jobs. Yeah, here, yeah. So, well, know. we just talked about it. Got to get your hustle on, right? Yeah, so, yeah. I was like, you know. Anyway. So this, this whole thing's leading down a road of me quitting that fourteen-hour-a-day stuff mm-hmm. when and the kids fishing. are out and fishing. Yeah, I'm gonna so, become a guide, fish tournaments. That'll be my hustle. I love it. Um, explain to somebody how you make money fishing if you're not on the big, you know, uh, Bassmasters tournament and all that sort of stuff. I think that people think like you're either all the way. Or you're nothing, but there's there's in between. Yeah, yeah. there's a guy uh, that's got one it's, foot it's in. It's very difficult to make money without sponsors, <laughs> which I have very few. It's all monetary, like baits, yeah, help with the boat, right. maintenance, that sort of thing. Uh, so you got to be good, right? You got to cash checks. That's the bottom line, right? And you got to keep your costs down. I sleep in the truck. <laughs> I won a boat. Before that, I ran an old boat. Right. You see a guy in a brand new truck with a brand new boat, and he tells you he's and he doesn't have sponsors. He's not making any money. He's getting away from his wife. Right. <laughs> Even if he's cashing yeah. checks, you you're running a seventy thousand dollar boat and a seventy thousand dollar truck. You got to cash a lot of checks before you even break even. Well, you have my you have one of the uh, my favorite awesome. fishing stories I've ever heard. When you won the boat that you're talking about, that you said you just you said you won a boat, and before that you were fishing with an old boat. And uh, how when you said that when you won that tournament, you can remind me what the name of that tournament Web was. Web Outdoors yeah. Championship, which we will be fishing coming this weekend. My, nice. This year's championship, going for back-to-back. There you go. And you said that I was the only person fishing in that tournament that I was going to actually keep the boat. That's absolutely <laughs> true. Absolutely true. <laughs> and uh, you have kept the boat? I have kept the boat and threw about another 20 Gs on top of that. What nice. happened to the old boat? Sold, Sold it in it. a heartbeat. Oh. You didn't even offer it to me. No, I didn't. Hopefully my wife's not listening because uh, she's like, no boats. Yeah, yeah. She's got a strict no boat rule. <laughs> did, you no leave all your, did, I, did you leave all your pins in the uh, GPS nope. on that old boat, too? I did not. <laughs> I did not. That's didn't fine. the guy ask you to? He asked me to, and I said, I like you a lot, but that's not happening. <laughs> that's worked a, a long secret, time. right. Yeah, you work, that's exactly right. You worked a long time to find those spots. Yes, that's, yes. That's you know real what? work. It is real work, but the funny thing about that is... 
I've tried. There's certain pros that get away from that. They'll delete them every year. So you don't fish history. Really? Mm-hmm. That's really? interesting. That's yeah. Dumb. I haven't brought myself to that. Well, it's not dumb because yeah. a lot of times it bites you, fishing uh-huh. history. Get I've too caught them here good before. Well, they're not here, dude. Right. You get too comfortable. Use your electronics. Find right. them. Make sure they're there. That's interesting. You know, so. so it, but gonna... I still want to know on a lake that I could do that at Lake of the Ozarks. Right. I could get rid of them because I know those spots. Right. But. On a lake that I don't go to, like our tournament coming up, this championships at Stockton, I haven't been there all year. Mm-hmm. I only get there when I have a tournament. Mm-hmm. So I need them. Yeah. I, I mean, I need them to go check. I'm not going to just start fishing. I'll idle back and forth and use my electronics. Right. There's a reason I got four big hummingbird units on right. that boat right. is, to, is to, to look and see if there's fish there before <laughs> yeah. I start casting. Right. You know, so... <laughs> A lot of people buy all that stuff and then don't understand how to use it. So I, I want to die. I, I want to talk fishing, and we're going to talk fishing in, in this episode, and that's why we have Mike here with us. But uh, before we dive into all that stuff, uh, it's important to remember that it's Glocktober. It is. What's it happening is, it is at Glocktober. Uh, what's happening at Southern Armory? I, I tell you what, man. Uh, you know, we've been getting a ton of people going, "Hey, it's Glocktober, right?" And it's like, yeah. I mean, last night at one thirty in the morning, right? Some guy sends me a message on on our our Facebook. Southern Army Facebook and says, "Hey, uh, you guys, you guys got Glocktober going on? Oh yeah, I got Glocktober going on." He's like, "Oh, you're up?" I'm like, "Yeah, man, I'm up." <laughs> He's like, "You guys a Blue Label dealer?" I'm like, "We we are also a Blue Label dealer." He's like, "Cool." What are you, do I need? Op- are you open? <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> Where else do you get that kind of customer you know, service? Yeah, right? I know. He goes. He says to me, "He goes, uh, can I get pricing?" I said, "Send me a picture of your credential." So he sends a picture. You know, this is like one thirty, two o'clock in the morning. At this point, we've been texting back and forth. And uh, I go, tomorrow, when we open, I will send you the list. And he's like, oh, tomorrow? And I'm like, well, I guess it's technically later today in about eight hours. You know? <laughs> like, Come on, man. Like, I'm That's getting awesome. ready to go to bed. My wife's right. already asleep. Piper's in bed. So, uh, yeah, Glocktober's going on. People love Glocktober. It was insane. We had people coming in like the week before yeah. and going, hey, is it going to happen? We're mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's going to happen. It's always going to happen. Yeah, it's a it's a great promo. We love doing it. Glock certified armor. I love going to that class. It's a awesome class. Breaking it down. We install a lot of sights, a lot of triggers, and a lot of other accessories, barrels. So and stuff I can like come that. over there and get my son's Glock all you can all, tuned in, all tricked out. Yeah, absolutely. Ah, it's his birthday yeah. coming up. We might have to do that oh, for October. Hey, October. October's the the month to do it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, barrels over there. No, nah, we don't. We don't. We get. We can get you a ported barrel, but you know, a factory barrel. I would just. I would just upgrade. By the time you actually. Milled get it now. done and everything you can just buy a ported barrel right from the factory figured out the best mm-hmm. way to yeah. right and and then you're you're upgrading that's what it, like a lot of guys go you know like oh i'm gonna buy the glock 17 barrel and do this this and this and put it in my 19 and it's like them lugs don't match but i mean you know whatever and they want to yeah. thread it and i'm like just buy a threaded well then you have a barrel backup. right you have a barrel to change out, yeah. you know, and uh, that polygonal rifling is it adds a little velocity, and it's just you know it's it that that Glock barrel serves a purpose, but then getting your threaded stainless steel match grade barrel that serves a purpose too, especially if you're going to go down the suppressor route. Suppressors are f- surprisingly flowing. We got another yeah. tech stamp back. I was like, wow, how that, much? What was the time? Like Ten weeks again. Eleven weeks. Yeah. I'm like, what is going on? Uh, so. With that being said, uh, come in and get a suppressor because yeah. you're not going to wait that long, apparently. And I would jump on the bandwagon now, so that way, in case something ridiculous happens, because it is election season, and right. Well, that's why they're selling, right? Right. I don't know about selling, but um, it, I always notice during election season the shootings go up. I don't know why. Huh? 
Have you noticed that? I have not. It was the first year or two of Trump was pretty quiet, and now we get into kind of the election season, re-election, 2020's on the horizon, and we've seen an upswing in shooting. I don't know. It's an upswing in shooting or an upswing in reporting. Right. Yeah, yeah, because they could still be there, but they're just trying to. That used to be a thing, but I think they report everything now. They're they're, they're so eager to jump on it. When I did the communications, like, 200-level class in college, they said, if it bleeds, it leads, and... Yeah, they weren't lying. Yeah, you know, and Chad, just, Chad just came out of school yeah. at Umsel, right, Chad? Yeah. And is that, is that they that's still definitely? Yeah. Did you be, did you way. get that in like Comms two hundred two or two hundred one or something? In, in the first class, like the one hundred level. Yeah. Yeah. I think they mentioned it in that too, but definitely in the two hundred level. And it's funny because like in the two hundred level, I was on the college radio station playing jams. It was a good time. <laughs> so <laughs> WDNR, you can look that up. It's out on the East Coast. So, but uh, yeah, Glocktober's going on, so come in, get a Glock. Uh, we got awesome promotions coming up for November. We're almost through October, so um, strangely, yeah, we're like halfway through. Yeah. So yeah, uh, stay tuned to the November promotions. We've got uh, some good ones coming up in the beginning half of the month and some great ones even better coming up uh, the latter half for Black Friday and mm-hmm. Saturday and Sunday and then Cyber Monday, which were closed on Monday, so the Cyber Monday deal works out really well for us. Yeah, and then uh, December, I mean, we're like right around the corner from Christmas, we're no right kidding. around the corner from deer season, and yeah. I mean turkeys going on right now. It's a uh, there's a Ducks lot. Are so dying. yeah, hard <laughs> they are, which is uh, which is great. So uh, I mean, yeah, there's just a ton ton going on. Right. So you need to come in if you don't follow us on the socials. That's Southern Armory or Second Amendment Radio, and we just got a Twitter account, uh, so we can tweet now. Uh, it's at Radio Second, mm-hmm. um, or I guess you could type in Second Amendment Radio and it would pop up, but at Radio Second, I'm not sure how they came up with that, but that's for the Twitter people, <laughs> right? Is, can I change that? I don't know. I don't know either. A lot of times, yeah. I've I avoided know. the Twitter success. <laughs> you know, so yeah, I, you avoided Twitter. I just follow up for I need Trump. I keep this job, so I'm going to keep my mind. That's up. funny. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, I just figured get on all the platforms, and then uh, we'll just kind of go That's from there. That's a great point. If you can't keep your mouth shut, then it's best to just stay away. Well, you can just tweet between eight and five. How about that? No late night tweets. That tends to get everybody in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. From from presidents to local talk show hosts yeah. to Roseanne, yeah. <laughs> to, to Roseanne, yes. <laughs> um, so don't tweet and do Ambien. Apparently, like that's what she said she was on. But yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. So come in, talk to us about Glocktober. Uh, go to southernarmory.com, sign up for our newsletter. Mm. You need to get on that because that's kind of one of the keys. You know, you're going to get an alert. You know, it's going to go out like the first of the month, and then follow us on the socials because that's you know doing the live streams and. Other things, uh, interesting little happening. Uh, if you follow us on Facebook, you already know about this. Um, we sell the thank you police officer John Q signs. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, and uh, you've you've probably seen them around town, etc. We had a customer bring his in. It had been ripped out of the ground, broken, and thrown in the street and run over. Wow, I know. So wow, uh, we were like, wow. So. Uh, uh. I wish that didn't surprise me, but unfortunately, it, it doesn't. Not yep. not in today's age. Um, so anyway, with all that being said, um, got him a new sign and uh, took a picture and put it on Facebook. So uh, if you want a sign, come in. We've got them. Uh, but at the same time, if you know anything about that sign getting broken, we would sure like to know uh, mm-hmm. so we can pass that info on. Mm-hmm. Granted, it's like a ten dollar sign, but it's still it's the. You know, it's the message. Well, yeah, and it's yeah. destruction of property. And right. 
um, you know, it, it's just, it's a sad state of affairs. So, yeah, that's pretty uh, frustrating, man. Yeah, it is. Uh, you know, cause those, that's the individual that's going to call 911 when, uh, somebody's breaking on their house. Right. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then they might use a, a scary black rifle to protect themselves, which huh. consequently they would also be, uh, probably morally against, but Hey, I'm not here to analyze people. I'm here to talk about <laughs> proposed gun logs. Kind of oh yeah. It'd be a five hour show. Make a whole whole big big DGS. Yeah. Or Annie Fry. So we've always uh, said we need more time. Yeah, we always have. Mm-hmm. Maybe that'll come true one day. Mm-hmm. Anyway, you can come into Southern Armory and see me, see Jess, see our newest sales associate, Piper. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I seen Piper when I was in there. Yeah. She's yeah. awesome, isn't she? Yeah. yeah. She's, she pushes that jerky. Throwing down those chicken nuts. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. She she likes chicken. Um, and, uh, she likes to, I was there yesterday and she was trying to, to sell some guy ammo and he's like, I don't need this caliber, but you're so cute. I'm like, <laughs> buy it. I'll sell you the gun. Yeah. You know? So he ended up, uh, getting like 380 or nine mil or something. Um, awesome. She gave him a bag of that. So, uh, she's a little personal shopper for you. She'll give you a little basket when you come in. She's awesome, man. She's so much fun. That's cool. Um, she is just a trip. And the and dog was on scene when I was Yeah, Anch. Yeah. Anch mm-hmm. is a lot of fun. She's uh, blowing a coat right now, so it's... Uh, Shepherd's blowing yeah, coat. Oh, yeah, nice it's, it's, it's winter time. Going on in there. She's not normally bad. It's twice a year. So mm-hmm. my wife's like, I've been vacuuming nonstop. <laughs> like, I don't have to tell you. So I'm sure my wife's vacuuming right now as we speak. So And then I'll get there and she'll be like, take your dog home and brush her or something. <laughs> I tried to do it last night at like one in the morning, but some dude was texting me about Clocktober. <laughs> Got to take your priorities. So uh, come in, see us. We're one mile east of 270 and 44, 9901 Watson Road, southernarmory.com. Southernarmory.com. That's southernarmory.com. Heck and, yeah. And follow us on the streams because that's, uh, that's where sure. it's at. We got, yeah, Southern we got Armory some, on Facebook, Second Amendment yeah. Radio on Facebook. And Twitter. Yeah. Go and check Radio it out. Radio second. <laughs> so I know we're a little bit early, but uh, that's okay. I will, let's take a quick break right now so we can get into some discussions with Mike Marfell, who yeah, is yeah. a professional fisherman, whether he wants to admit to it or not. Uh, so we're going to talk some fishing. Made too much for the amateur tournaments. Yeah, made too, much, pro. made too much money to fish in the amateur tournaments. He's a pro. I'll, I'll take it, man. There you go. Uh, so Mike is here. Hard to stay humble with you, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk some fishing. We'll talk some guns. Uh, so don't go anywhere. You're listening to Second Amendment Radio on 97.1 FM Talk. I love to find Welcome back to Second Amendment Radio, 97.1 FM Talk. Tony Colombo, Aaron Tarlow, Chad Ellison Studio. And joining us this week is our buddy Mike Marfell, the professional fisherman. Um Mike, before we get into the fishing stuff, we were just talking off the air about a really cool event coming up. Yeah, man. Uh, tell us about it. My buddy's band, the Tungsten Groove, one of the hardest working bands in the area, mm-hmm. is going to be playing uh, with Almond and Betts. If you don't know who that is, that's Greg Almond's kid and Dickie Betts' kid from the Almond Brothers, uh, and the Jeremiah Johnson band at the Pageant this coming mm. Thursday, October 17th. Just bring some food. Nice it's a food drive. So, Very cool. That's yeah. this this Thursday. Three at the awesome bands. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. I, I saw Jeremiah Johnson at concert uh, at a venue down here in downtown St. Louis, and uh, awesome show. Yeah. Awesome. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Show. Well, if you're into the guitar, this is the show for you. Okay. All three of those bands have killer guitar players. The Tungsten Group, Shannon Meyer, for your the thousand mile radius, there's nobody better. Yeah. Okay. The nice. most feel, I mean, just, just out of sight. And of course... Dickie Betts' kid is out of sight, and the Jeremiah Johnson right, has yeah. a couple good guitar players. Right. So. What, what was cool is uh, Jeremiah Johnson Band has the um, semi and trailer from Smoking the Bandit. Are you kidding me? I'm dead serious. I got a picture of it. I was standing next to it. And <laughs> you know, I was rolling through Washington, <laughs> Missouri, going to Lake of the Ozarks this yeah. weekend, and, uh, or I'm sorry, Union. No, Washington. Yeah. Well, Which one? The, the, Washington. They're one exit separate. Yeah. And uh, they were on the marquee for a little bar there in the yeah. corner. I thought, wow, that's yeah. pretty crazy. That is so, awesome. Uh, yeah, it was cool because I walk up and I'm like, I, I'm with one of my buddies and I'm like, hey man, take a picture of me. And he's like clueless. He has no idea what's going on. So and, he's uh, got all the horses on the side. Yeah, he got yeah. the horses with the hold up and the little rabbit freaking the out. It's, it's right. awesome, you know? And so uh, the, the guy that's driving the truck is like getting out as I'm getting my picture taken. And I'm like, hey man, this is awesome. And he's like, what? Did they buy you know? it from the movie, or did they do no, one up? No, like they did one up like okay. it, yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I think it's like a, still a Kenworth or Peter or Peterbilt or something. And uh, it's just they like a modern gear, gear and yeah, a modern version of it. It was so cool. So I was like, yeah, this is awesome. Uh, I go And I tell him, I was like, back in the day, my dad and mom had a black Trans Am with the Firebird on nice. it. This is how and, redneck I am. When I was yeah. growing up, there was four of them in the driveway well, sir, Thanksgiving. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> we even had the we even had the T tops that came yeah, out. And I go, I remember being like itty bitty rolling around. Brown. We had yeah, them. yeah, that's baller. That's so awesome. he was like, "Hey man, I'm glad you get it. That's awesome." He's like, "Nobody really understands it, you know, especially the younger generation." I'm like, "Dude, I grew up watching that. They took the video cassette away from me because I could say all the curse words." My second car was, <laughs> you know, it wasn't one of those four. When I was in college, I bought yeah. this white '79 Trans Am. Nice, yeah. And uh, and and to get to go to that show f- just by donating some food, what yeah. a great oh, way yeah. to be introduced you're to probably, some of that. You're probably Says thirty a lot about the people putting it on. Amen. Right? Yeah, you're probably thirty dollars tickets or yeah. forty dollars tickets yeah. every bit. Yeah, you know, That's plus awesome. a service awesome fee. Bands. You know, yeah. right? Three awesome bands for just bringing some food, helping yeah. people out. So I, what I would do is, if I was you, I would go hit the dollar section. And buy like you know forty ten or for fifty 10, cans. Right, ten for ten. Yeah. Load up on a whole bunch yeah. of uh, uh, canned goods and just. You walk probably on got in. a closet full of stuff. You could go to the take everybody Amen. with you. Hey. That's exactly right. Costco, baby. So, uh, Mike, it's uh, it, it's a it's the time of year where the weather is starting to change. It's all of a sudden. It's, it's almost it got game really off, cold. Yeah. Well, so so that's that's very interesting because you said you have your big tournament coming up. Uh, one of them that you fish in every yep. year, one of the biggest tournaments that you fish in every year. And I think a lot of people that are not uh, uh, professionals and not regulars think that once the summertime is over and it starts to get cold, that that's it. There's not any more Couldn't fish be more to be caught. Wrong. So yeah, so wrong. explain that. Explain like why the fall and well, why actually right now. It's about to right get cold a, and they know it, uh-huh. so they need to feed up and mm-hmm. they're going to they're going to and the bait and the shad are going to move shallow and they're going to chase them back into the shallows and just feed 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 until the weather till you know the water probably gets 50 degrees. Right. They're still going to eat, but they're going to eat like crazy till then. So is there hmm. what's the biggest difference between summer fishing and uh, fall fishing as summer far as Summer fishing you're going to have yeah. to fish a little deeper yeah. in generally main lake points, secondary points. Mm-hmm. In the fall 
they're gonna if you they're gonna follow that bait to the back that that bait's gonna move back with as the water cools back to where the water's warmer mm-hmm. and the and the bass are gonna follow them of course they they're gonna move up in the water column because that as the water cools they want to they're cold-blooded so they want to stay in the warm water they're gonna move up and and follow that shad they're gonna be higher in the water column right. you don't have to fish on the bottom anymore plus the water's still warm enough they're willing to chase so moving baits work great you don't have to be dragging stuff on the bottom or drop shotting or you know, top water Oh, top water, right. uh, lipless crankbaits, spinnerbaits. Uh, I'm still a jig guy. I'm just going to swim my jig just under the water. Right. But, you know, just to be a little different. But, uh, yeah, it, it's it's about to be game on. And like Aaron was saying on the way in, I didn't realize you didn't. You know, there's not a lot of tournaments that I fish that go on in the summertime. There still is tournaments, but mm-hmm. we don't want to kill fish when the water's hot. You don't want to drag them around. A lot of boat traffic. But from this weekend, well... It's been a weird oct. I mean, the weather's been crazy. It's been ninety degrees. Right. But we're supposed to be like highs in the fifties this weekend. Yeah, yeah. And that's it. Won't take them long to react. I was just at Lake of the Ozarks, uh, fun fishing with my son, and uh, their shad are moving up, but the bass aren't there yet. Caught a lot of little ones, fifteen right. inches and stuff. Right. But when this weather snaps twenty degrees, the big big girls are going to come in mm-hmm. too. Do you still have fun? You just called it fun fishing, which I understand is just when you're out there, you know, fishing. I'm with making your kid. sure he catches more than me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but do you still have do you still have fun when you fun fish like or no, is it yeah. is it Well, if such I'm with my son, yeah. I I I've, any of my kids, I I try to or if I went with you or Aaron or right. anybody, I'm going to put you in the best position. I've caught my share of fish. Right. I'm going to put my somebody else to get hooked on it. I'm yeah, gonna, yeah. And my 20-year-old's ate up with it. Yeah. And, uh... Dude. Uh, he's walking the bank at a subdivision pond with, like, $3,000 worth of rods and reels that Dad's hooked him up with. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> so, you know... That's uh, awesome. And every month, he lives He lives with his mom. Uh, you know and, what? You and, find the right subdivision pond, oh, you can actually oh, yeah. have a lot of fun. He didn't know it was in there. I went over there with a whopper plopper and caught a seven and a six oh, pounder on the nice. same night. And he was like, oh, my God. Whopper I didn't even know plopper. those lived here. Love it. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's funny watching him walk to Banks. And then every month, he gets a package from me. I buy a bunch of tackle from Tackle Warehouse, have it shipped to his house, you yeah. know, try to get him... And then he he sent me a picture and it's all on the floor of his bedroom. He's like, uh, "Dad, you wouldn't happen to have like extra tackle boxes or something?" Because I've been sending him so much tackle, I didn't think, you know. You so know, yeah, I was like, "Well, bring it all it over and I'll hook you up." You just you just said something about putting people in the right. You you like to take people out, put them in the right place, so they have a successful day, and then they get hooked as well. And there is so much truth to that because. I loved fishing when I was a kid, and then when I got out of high school and went to college briefly, um, <laughs> and uh, uh, you know, got into radio, I, I was doing other things, and I didn't fish for years, probably you know, ten years or so, and then about ten or fifteen years ago, um, a buddy of mine got some farm property and it had a pond on it that was unfished for who knows how long and we started fishing in that pond and I immediately because it was you know it was this amazing farm pond that nobody had fished in and so these giant bass are in there and yeah you were catching just constantly and all of a sudden you're just like a light went on and I since then as you know it's been my number one hobby that I can't get enough of, but right. it's because I had that experience of going to that farm pond to catch. If if I would have not fished for 10 years, 
and went out a couple of times. Um, in the middle of summer. In the middle skunked. of summer and, yeah. and spent five or six hours on a lake and didn't catch anything and then maybe gave it one more shot and that happened again. I probably wouldn't have gone back right, to it. Right, right. So it's so important, not you know, especially for kids. Yeah, like to go out make and look, adults. Make sure there is you know you get them as successful as possible, and yeah. because that's the knock against fishing is that you know slow. That, yeah, that you could it can be yeah. a whole day and you it, don't catch anything. That's mm-hmm. the beauty of bass fishing is you're constantly fishing. You're right. not just drowning a worm. Right. Yeah. You're making it Lake of the Ozarks. If you like to be an, if you're remotely athletic, learning how to skip jigs back under places and right. stuff, it's fun. Yeah, my right ADD, now. I can flip docks and skip docks all day long. It's right. Like, oh, I bet I can hit that little hole. So for you, how much, how much do you feel like luck is involved in fishing when you go out? Avoiding bad luck. Yeah. Making sure your boat don't break down to get back. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Good don't deal. get your. That's bad luck for sure. Uh, Pay attention to what you're. I mean, the luck of oh, I threw over that cable and I nipped I my luck. line, but then I didn't retie. Well, then I broke off. Well, that's your fault. Right. That ain't luck. Right. That's you not but finding taking the, the time. fish. Finding you, the fish is not luck at all. That's not luck at all. It can be. You can luck into fish. Sure, sure. But you, for you, finding the fish and or getting to a spot and fishing for two hours and there's nothing there. That's, if you don't get bit in an hour, it's time to. Uh, or else you're luck. seeing them on your electronics. You, you heard this right. man say he's got four hummingbirds on his <laughs> yeah, boat. Right. Right. Move on. <laughs> right. I'm also in engineering, so that's overlapping redundancies. <laughs> right. In case one goes down, I'm always good. But uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, but finding them is uh, you can. I'm not saying you can't luck into them. Sure, you can. Of course, you, you absolutely can. Yeah. can. You right. can pull up on a point, not know diddly poo about fishing, and start whacking them. Yeah. Right. So, you, sure. but the reason I pulled up on that point because the wind was blowing in it. I seen a herring on the bank. Right. There's a channel that cuts up next to it. Yeah. Uh, I so scanned you know. over it, seen a brush pile. I was like, yeah, oh, conditions are right. Let's right. try this. Right. Yeah. yeah so you, you said like secondary points and main points, and that may be a term that listeners aren't really familiar well, with. Well, second, so. a main lake point would be a point on the main, on the Osage, on the main lake. The right. secondary okay. point would be another little cove. niche in the inside of cove. Inside of okay. a cove. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I say it doesn't have to be the second point. It'd be the third one or the fourth one. But they're just secondary. They're not the main. Right. Yeah, lake, they're not right. the main deals. And there's always every. Lake of the Ozarks is a prime example. That lake, every arm is a drainage to the Osage River. Right. So it's its own creek. Right. Essentially. And at some point, that creek will bump up against the bank or a point, and that's always a place you want to be. Okay. So if somebody wants to get into it right now, they they feel like they want they're they're listening to this and they're like, man, that sounds like a lot of fun, but I wouldn't. I don't have four hummingbirds and I right. don't have <laughs> electronics. I don't even have a boat. So let and if I did, I wouldn't know how to read the electronics anyway. So I don't know what I'm looking at or where to go. How, what's a good What's a good starting point for people? Uh, one starting point is to join a bass club. Yeah. As a co angler. And mm-hmm. you'll and you'll get to go fish tournaments out of the back of people's boats and learn. You can so also it's a go pro and an amateur essentially, yeah, right? Yeah, and, and then you it's just get low to learn. entry fee stuff. Plus, right. you have monthly meetings and guys talk fishing. You can right. pick guys' brains. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other step is to go fish uh, pro am tournaments. Mm-hmm. Costs you a little more money, but the level of guy fishing is going to be right. a little higher too. And guides, right? Pla- oh, places guides, yeah. like the Lake of the Ozarks. Lake of the have Ozarks guides has and... guides. Table Rock has great guides. Eric Prey, Mike Webb. Uh, there's just a big list of guys down there at Table Rock. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of the Elite Series pros and the high-level pros in the off-season guide at their local lake. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a great way to, you know, to learn. Uh, you know what? Watching 
TV. Bass University Television. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Mike Iconelli has a thing, and, Dude, and it's I, all yeah. the seminars. I pay nine ninety nine a month to be a member, and I right. still watch them. I took my son to the Bass University last year yeah. in Kokomo, Indiana, and... Uh, it was that, funny that's because not that, that's not that far, by the way. No, I get, I'll, but they, could, they're all over. They, right. they yeah. has them all over you the could, country. You could, you could be there in like four hours. Right. Yeah, but right. it was funny because I was we were there to learn bass fishing, and Cliff Crochet, who's the Cajun baby, he's from he's from the uh, down the Delta, basically mm-hmm. Appalachia Basin, and uh, he got wind that I coached football, and everybody was wanting to ask Cliff fishing questions between seminars and he's back there teaching my son proper tackling techniques because <laughs> his passion is football he's a yeah. high school football coach before right. he became a professional fisherman he's back there and then my son walked away and he's like i didn't understand a word he said <laughs> i was like well cajun's kind of like bob dylan it's an acquired you yeah. enough, you'll get it you'll get it's it you gotta, you, gotta listen, you gotta listen close enough right it's all right all right that's absolutely right. And they start speaking But yeah, hiring a so. guide, man, you can't go wrong, and right. you'll have the time of your life. Yep. You really will. Um, and that, like I said, that's what I want to do when I get the kids out of school and everything. Yeah. I think that's so interesting and important for people to, to know, though, about this time of year, because really a lot of people think that when it starts to get cold, that the fishing is over with. No, when the fishing's about to get, to get good. Yeah. And so how long does it stay good? Until it gets hard. Yeah. Until it gets hard. Till the ice, yeah. right? Till right. the Ozarks. Up. My favorite time is when the water's fifty-five degrees, fifty degrees, throwing that jerk bait. Right. There's yeah. no better. It's a. If you've never had a jerk bait bite, if you're just getting into fishing, it's the coolest. Is this the best time of year to fish, or is the springtime the best time of fish? I think the fall is the best time. Springtime is the best time to catch a big one because they're full of eggs. Yeah, and they're kind of dumb because they're horny. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> You we say that on radio. We, can all, yeah. we can all relate yeah, to that. Yeah, we can all relate to that. Because I still swear that there's bass at Lake of the Ozarks that never come out from their haunts on those big commercial docks except for when it's time to make sweet, sweet. Yeah, in the spring. In the spring. And that's all and, in the and, and they just don't. Right. They, there's no reason for them to come out. Right. So that's your best shot at catching a big fish. Yeah. Catching lots of big fish that are aggressive is fall, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. yeah. That would make sense because they're trying to fatten up. And then, and then you know, what people, I guess, don't get is they're going to go deep once the lake starts to ice over and the water gets cold because yeah. all that hot water, warm water, right, it's still cool. Yeah. It's going to go to the bottom. It's going right? to be a little, he- yes. But that being said, when there's no ice on there, those fish will set in that deep water, close to shallow water, and when that sun shines on those rocks at Lake of the Ozarks, uh-huh. Table Rock, they're going to go. They're going to slip them. up there, super shallow, and feed. Yeah, four or five in feet the of winter water time. in the wintertime. Yeah, but that jerk bait bite thing is—you know—if you don't know anything about a jerk bait, it's—it's a—it's a, it's a suspending minnow, mm-hmm. and you'll crank that dude down, say three, four feet, it's about as deep as it'll go. There's all different ones. There's ones that'll go deeper, but in general, yeah. And you twitch, twitch, pause, and it's just sitting there. Sometimes you know you count to five. Twitch it a couple more times because you got to give them time to slowly move up and tack. Yeah. But when they decide to get it, you're just sitting there and all of a sudden, boom, that yeah. pulls the rod out of your hand. And right. Really cool. Sounds like deep sea fishing. It's a lot like, yeah. yeah I've never right. done that, but I've heard. Yeah. yeah right. Deep sea fishing's a blast. Yeah. So. And the I've, thing in wintertime, too, is when they group up. I've only deep sea fished on. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 
the uh, Great Lakes. I haven't done it in the ocean. Okay. But same thing. Same thing. You know, I know a guy that's got a place in Okaloosa Island. Yeah. Just going to throw that out there. Yeah, it's you. And you've got a plane. (laughs) Yeah, we got that too. (laughs) All right, we got to take a break, but we've got more to go. Don't go uh, anywhere. Mike Marfell, the professional fisherman, is joining us for Second Amendment Radio on 97.1 FM Talk. Back in a second. Welcome back to Second Amendment Radio on 97.1 FM Talk. Tony Colombo, Aaron Tarlow, Chad Ellis, joined this week by professional fisherman Mike Marfell, and I love talking fishing. Just pull my string, Tony. (laughs) Keep it going here a little bit. I do have a couple questions, uh, gun-related questions that people have submitted uh, for Aaron that I want to get to here in a minute, but I want to wrap up this discussion about... um, uh, this time of year and fishing in the fall. We mentioned in the last segment that a lot of people um, that uh, don't fish regularly, especially like you do, Mike, that think uh, that this time of year is uh, it, it, that they've missed their chance, that the summertime is over and it's cold outside now. Um, and uh, and Couldn't fishing. be r- further from the truth. Yeah. And and even, in, even once the fall is over, well, it, the other point I wanted to make about this time of year also is that, like you're saying, it's all. It, not only is it a great time to fish, but there's also, especially in places like Lake of the Ozarks, Table Rock Lake, places like that, there's a lot less boats on the lake. A lot less boats. And lot that less makes, boats. That's what him and I were talking about. I was like, yeah. Table Rock's where it's at. That yeah, makes a big Table Rock's my favorite lake. That, right. uh, that makes a big difference. Yeah, it makes a huge difference. It makes a huge difference. And I've told you this before, bottom. the best time to fish at any lake in the Ozarks is during deer season. Yeah. Because all <laughs> those guys that are really good fishermen are deer, deer hunting. hunting. And I don't deer hunt, so I Amen. got the leg to myself. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, no, that's such a that's such a great point. Uh, what is the best time of the day right now? Is it early in the it's morning? Still early. Evening? This right now, the water at Lake of the Ozarks was still 78 degrees, so early still better. Yeah. But as you get the water starts cooling, it's going to be later in the afternoon. Right. Gotcha. You know? That's why I'm lazy. That's right. why I also like fishing this time. I can sleep, sleep in, in and fish later. Yeah. 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 I always say I wished our tournaments, in, and, and some of them do, when we have winter tournaments, they start a little later and go a little later. I've always had the best luck, and maybe I'm just, maybe it's just me and I, and it's for, it's just dumb luck, but tell me if there's any truth to this. For me, it's always early in the morning, like early, early in the morning, just after first light, uh, and then maybe that hour before Absolutely. The sun sets. Absolutely. In the summertime and in the warm weather, that's absolutely the truth. Yeah. yeah. Trout's like that. Get it get to be in the a lot of first hour, hour and a half, and then spend the day doing whatever. It's crazy. I was for me, it was this year so far, for me at least, has been one of the best years of the Lake of the Ozarks. And I don't know if it's just because I'm getting better and I'm figuring more things out. <laughs> Very or, possible, but that lake is just on fire. I mean, it was a it was an unbelievable year, and I actually probably I probably caught more fish this year than I have in who knows how maybe it might have been the most fish I ever caught in, in at the Lake of the Ozarks this year. Uh, but I guarantee you it was one of the years that I spent the least amount of time fishing. This year was full of uh, you know going down to the lake with the family for the weekend and only getting you know a couple hours like hey I'm gonna run down to the boat and I'm gonna fish for a couple hours not getting a chance to spend the whole, whole day, day on the water but still in those two hours three hours having tons of success it was right. like that all year long for me yeah uh, did you was, yeah I, I just think if you were doing you did most of your fishing at Lake of the Ozarks the lake yeah. just lake cycle and that thing is just getting better and better maybe right. at some point it falls off but right 
our tournaments, the, the amount of limits that are weighed in and and twenty pound bags are weighed in is just crazy. Are there any other lakes m- more locally, like for people that don't want to drive down to the Lake of the Ozarks or drive down to Table Rock Lake that are here in St. Louis? Do you have any any spots that you really like? Or I I, I honestly don't. I mean, I honestly don't because. Yeah. I'm kind of American. <laughs> My wife to... always says that nobody ever wants to fish with me because I don't want to stop. Uh, <laughs> so if I've got the time and I'm going to put forth the effort, I'm going to Lake of the Ozarks. You want to go to a big lake. I want to go to a big lake because yeah. I want to challenge myself. And, and I have tournaments there, so I want to go fish a part of the lake I've never been in. Right. But there's, there's strip mine lakes there. over in Illinois that are out of Pyramid State Park. Yeah. That yeah. You don't have to have a big boat. You can fish out of well, a kayak. Well, there's Carlisle Lake and there's Carlisle Coffeen. Lake is kind of a gar hole. But yeah, right. I mean... But the Pyramid it State Park kind of area, there's, I don't know how many lakes there are, 35, yeah. 40 lakes, yep. old strip mines. Some are deep and clear. Some got uh, vegetation. Uh, in fact, uh, my friend Gabe Montgomery has the 10 Horse Monty YouTube channel, and he just recently went and did a video from, uh, you know, blindly never been there. Mm-hmm. And uh, he fishes out of a little uh, John boat with a 9-9 on it so he can get in these little lakes. And uh, uh, he, he had some great success over those and he said he wants to go back because there's so many more lakes to fish right so if you don't have a big bass boat you can fish off from the bank you can fish out of a kayak a john boat you know and if you can find if you if you seriously we mentioned earlier those subdivision ponds or farm ponds there's one i won't mention over in edwardsville that's ridiculous yeah yeah Yeah, a friend of mine uh (laughs) he took a, a former elite series pro there and they had to kind of sneak in and use somebody else's his sisters yeah. lives in the subdivision. Right. And the Elite Series guy was blown away by uh-huh. the amount of bass they caught in uh-huh. the wintertime on a jerk bait out of Yeah. I'm lucky enough to know a couple you know, farmers too. and and you know, can put my little John boat on a couple farm ponds and oh my God. And just go knock on the door, man. A lot right. of people if it's a farm pond, a lot of people are be willing and say, Hey, I'll I'm gonna catch and release and or else you want them me right. to take some out and right. you know if you come back with a bag full of trash in your pocket, the show you picked up as you walked around there, a lot of times they'll let you come back yep. for sure. Yeah. You know, I do that at the lake. I think I told you that. I, I'll go out of my way to pick up a bottle or something floating or, right. you know, just, you know, stuff gets blown off docks and stuff there. It's, and right. then do you, do you call fish it fishing the, karma? Do you fish all year? Do you fish in the wintertime? Do you I like fish the in the dead wintertime. Dead of winter? Dead of winter. Yeah. 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 You got to be hardcore, man. It's miserable. It's right. cold. <laughs> it's not a lot of fun. Hey, and, I'd rather be on the water than and not. nothing. It's just like so. duck hunting. Nothing wears you out more than being cold. Yeah, Whether I you're agree. working outside as a construction worker or right. fishing or hunting, just that body being tensed up all day. Right. You know, it's exhausting. And you, and you got to be careful, man. You fall in that water, you don't have long to get out. Right. Have you ever caught a big fish in the win- like yes. wintertime? Yes. It's, absolutely. In the, is, is that, I've always heard that in the wintertime, that if you're going to, if you catch anything, it's gonna, probably going to be a big, it's probably more than be likely. And if you catch one, stick around because they kind of group up in the winter. Yeah. They find the bait and they stay with it. And there's a bunch of them there. Uh, I've said a million times, you, you don't see me holding up pictures of fish very often because I've caught plenty of four and five pounders. It's, to it's me, it's not all that impressive. What's the biggest bass you've ever caught? Uh, biggest bass ever caught was 7.8. Uh, I've had way bigger than that on when I went down to Texas, but I'm a little excited and didn't get them in the boat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you won't find me with a – if I'm taking a picture of a fish nine times out of ten, I've got a sock cap on my head. It's cold and yeah. gloves on. Yeah. It's yeah, cold, whether it's early spring, late fall, or wintertime. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's just the way it is. I mean – if you want to catch the big ones, you, no, I'm not saying you can't catch big ones in the summertime because you obviously can. But uh, 
It's easier to do it in the winter. Yeah, and there's yeah. less people. There's less competition. The fish, That's less cool. people fish. You had me. At, you had me at less people. Yeah, less people. <laughs> you had me at yeah. less people. And, and you know, you talked about like the Ozarks being crowded. You yeah. get down there in November, and it's not bad at yeah. all. It's fishing. So my, it's 94 miles long. My, uh, get out of there. My Run. grandparents, uh, grandpa, grandma, my uncle, and then my other uncle, my aunt, they all were in uh, was it, uh, lazy days. Lazy days, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, and so the airport's right there. Sure. So it's like a you know three or four hour drive down there, or it's like thirty minutes in the airplane. So the wife and I would jump in the plane and buzz down. They'd come up, get us. We'd go back down, and uh, I remember spending a lot of time with Grandpa. And in you know like November, December, January, we'd fly, and he'd be like, "Yeah, only uh, thirty boats today," you know, and, you know. And then the summertime, he'd count them too, and you know, he'd be like, "Oh he yeah, you know, hundred, hundred, yeah, hundred and eighty of them, or two hundred of them, or whatever." So it was kind of a deal, and. Uh, Grandpa was was a time man. You know, he could he would be like, "Oh yeah, they've only been out for a few hours." The man had it down to such a science. They dropped me off at the airport. He'd be calling me as we were shutting down to make sure we got back. Nice, you know, because he he was a warrior. So uh, and he was a pilot, and Dad's a pilot. Well, too, it's funny. So. I had a guy saying, "Hey, we're going to fish the big bass bash, and there's this big shootout with the power boats." Yeah, and seen this on Facebook, and he's like, "I can't believe they post that shootout at the same time as the big bass." I'm like. So, people, please be careful. I'm like, if you're going to Lake of the Ozarks and being careful isn't in the forefront of your mind, yeah. you're out of your At board. all times. There right. is a drunken rich dude in a giant-ass boat at any time. Yeah, right. at any that time. That is a true, that is so a very true story. So, if you don't story. have your head on a swivel and know how to operate a boat, don't yeah. go to Lake of the right. Ozarks. And the other thing, too, is like my uncles down there, both you know, both bass fishermen and uh, crappie, catfish, you know, they'd go after whatever. Uh, they would go out early, early in the morning, and by 6.30, 7 o'clock, they're back. Right. Because the lake's getting getting wild well, and crazy, and they would always hit those secondary coves, you know, oh, nothing you can on get the away main from that. At yeah, the and, and, yeah but you only got to get out on the main main part of the lake. You can stay in Tony's Cove and never go anywhere and catch yeah. fish. I'm it's I it's very lucky. We we got very lucky where our place is down there. You it don't have to roll popular, the dice very far there to find a good cove. Though. Every really oh my god! Every yeah, every morning I I, I look outside and there are it's sponsored. Guys with jerseys on fishing in that cove with and brand new Toyota. Be careful pickups. that sponsored guy in a jersey on a Wednesday. And you know what I'm doing? <laughs> He's called a poser. Yeah, he's called a poser. You know, I'm not. Well, Nobody's I'm not, paying him to fish on. I'm a Wednesday. never there on Wednesday. Okay. All, so. right, all right, all right. <laughs> never there yeah. on Mr. Wednesday. Mr. Ninety Seven One. I keep my jersey off until it's way in yeah. time, so nobody thinks. And that you know what I'm doing? I know anything. I've got my binoculars on, and I'm trying to stare and see what he's got on the Absolutely. end of that pole and figure Absolutely. out what he's fishing with. Yeah, for sure. All right, that's going about do it. We're almost out of time. Time. Uh, Mike, do you have any? You said you stay away from Twitter. I stay away from Twitter. Think, I have Facebook, but I just well, we're post gonna have music you, and ramble. Yeah, we're gonna have you back here um, <laughs> after the uh, big ba- after the big bass bash and uh, see how you do. Yeah, well, no, that, right? that happened this weekend. My oh. tournament is my championship. I have three championships in a row. The Web Outdoors, the three-day coming up at Stockton. Okay. Then I go down to the Toyota Owners Tournament at Pickwick in Alabama. Then I come back and fish Lake of the Ozarks for my Anglers in Action Championship. And then the next season starts. All right. So well, we're going to have you back on in a few hey, weeks. Hey, if I win another See boat, man, that's, that's the goal. That's uh, the goal. I got a lot of tough sticks to beat, but hey, uh, I'm going to give her all I've I got. I've got a That'd dollar bill in my pocket for that boat. I can tell my wife you <laughs> gave it to me for a dollar. <laughs> we'll make you a picture. I'll give you a picture of it for the dollar. Well, you know, we're just going to tell her it's a dollar. She there don't, she don't really okay. listen. We could probably fleet. work out some gun trades or something. Oh, yeah, we're I, got four, I got four kids, and they all like to shoot. So There you go. Shooting, fishing. Well, Mike Marfell, uh, professional fisherman, thanks for coming in. We'll have you back on in a few weeks and see how we how we did. Go see Aaron for the best customer service. His wife hooked my 
my neighbor up, got for her sure. all set up for CCW. Yeah, so. don't forget it's yep. Glocktober. You can go to uh, the Southern Armory website, that Southern Armory on Facebook. <laughs> And uh, check out all the details. Did you see the, the, the spooky pumpkin that said Glocktober as part of the on there the little go. the banner? It was funny. My wife posted a picture. Go check <laughs> the socials. You'll see it. Nice. Yep. Southern Armory on Facebook. Southern Armory on Facebook and SouthernArmory.com to check all that stuff out. We got to go. That's another edition of Second Amendment Radio. See you next week here on 97.1 FM Talk. Get more at 971talk.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.